Welcome back everyone to the bonus podcast with Emma Rainey and Maeve O'Brien. Emma. Yes. Who's the most famous person you have in your phone book? Um, I have a few. I don't know if, if you would class them as famous, but I have a few MEPs in my phone book. I'm, um, sure, I'm sure. Give us the names and we'll, we'll decide if they're no, famous or not. <laughs> um, I don't know. I might, I might uh, lose some of my uh, street cred, <laughs> but um, I have a few Tories in there. Go on ahead. We need uh, names. <laughs> I'm, Emma McClarkin uh, was one of them. Okay. Uh, Vicky Ford, I know she's no longer an MEP, but I did have her on my contact list. Um, but I also have a couple um, from the um, SND and Green Party as well, uh, German and Dutch MEPs. Okay. But, yeah. Maeve, who's the most famous person you have in your phone book? Well, now it's not in my current phone book, but I will say that in 2004, I had a number that belonged to Pete Doherty from the Libertines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And why is it not in your current phone book? Uh, <laughs> or is that, is that getting through? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I've moved on. I'm no longer a, an indie kid anymore. <laughs> okay. Emma, if you could be anyone for one day, who would it be and why? Oh, my word. Um, do you want to go first? <laughs> pa- pass the book. <laughs> okay, Maeve. Um, well, do you know, I'm happy yeah. enough being me, but I would love to have the opportunity to, to maybe work with someone like um, like Mary Robinson on climate change mm. or work with um, someone maybe involved in Planned Parenthood over in the US, you know, um, so that kind of, I'd love to, you know, stay myself, but, but meet some other good women. Good answer. Yeah, that's actually a really good one. I'm going to steal that. Yeah. I'm going I'm to, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty privileged that I work in the EU bubble and uh-huh. uh, I do get to engage with some really cool people. So I'm pretty content with being me. Um, yeah. two, two good answers. Yeah. Yeah. Self-love, you see. Yeah. <laughs> Maeve, water or alcohol? Oh, interesting, because I've actually given up alcohol. Oh. Yeah, so water all the way. I okay. love, love my nice water. Emma? Well, I'm feeling a bit fragile today, so I'm going to say alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Gin all the way. Oh, gin? Yeah, gin. No mixer, no? (laughs) No, I mean, a wee bit of whiskey. I mean, sometimes I'm partial to a wee whiskey as well. Mm. I used to love a brandy now in my heyday. Mm. (laughs) May have best book. Best book. Well, I'll give you the best book I've read this year um, because it's too much to think in in general, but I read a beautiful book by uh, Rebecca Mackay called The Great Believers. It's about um, the AIDS epidemic in Chicago in the 80s, and it is one of the most fabulous uh, books that I've read. What's the name of the book again? The Great Believers. Okay. It's um, so poignant and and intelligent. Um, She makes a really interesting uh, allusion between the, the mass deaths of young men in the First World War with the AIDS crisis and the mass deaths of the beautiful young men that's come to AIDS um, and were so marginalised and so, um, you know, stigmatised. Um, you know, but it's it's a very uplifting, beautiful book and I would really recommend it to anybody interested in, in that. Yeah. Just, You're right. yeah. Yeah. just sticking with you, may have best yeah. film. Oh, goodness. Um, well, you know, again, I'll do this year. Uh, this makes me sound a lot more highbrow than I am, but I watched a great film called Barbara. Um, it's a German film about um, life in the Iron Curtain. It's This woman is a doctor and she's tried to get out uh, and she is caught and she's exiled to a really rural place in, in Germany to work as a doctor. And it's just about her, her life there, really. And um, it, it's so interesting and a really interesting snapshot of that sort of beyond the, beyond the Iron Curtain. So. Emma, best book? Same like Maeve, I'm going to choose one that I've read this year. Um, 
one by Sue Lloyd Robert, uh, Roberts, the um, uh, the war on women and the brave ones that fought back. It's basically an investigative journalist piece where over the course of her career, Sue actually went into different countries and was looking on the situation of what was happening to women. So she looked at F uh, female genital, genital mutilation in the likes of North Africa right, and in Europe as well. She went to Ireland at the Magdalene Laundries and she, it's so mm -hmm. interesting. And do you know what it is? She actually, you get a really good overview of the real situation that women are facing in different parts of the globe. Mm -hmm. But she explains it in such an interconnected way in very manageable terms that's not very feminist jargon. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if I was to give you it, you'd totally get it. So you're like, are, you, are you sure? Maybe yes. I'm a male though? I'm, I'm confident. And what's also very beautiful about the book is that she never, on the last chapter about the gender pay gap in the UK, she never got to finish it because she was she had cancer as she was writing this book and sadly she passed away and um, her daughter had to write the last chapter and um, with her being an investigative journalist she was away a lot so the daughter was writing in a very like you were never i think i think this also relates to this insecurity <coughs> that working women have mm -hmm. with not being in the home mm -hmm. and the daughter was kind of like reassuring her that no you were an example and mm. I look lovely. up to you. It was so beautiful. Yeah. And uh, I must get that title off you again. Yeah. What, what, what is the title again? Just Emma. For the war on women and the brave ones that fought back. Okay. And best film, Emma. Train spotting. Train spotting. <laughs> it's actually one of the reasons why I got into criminology. Oh, okay. um, yeah. I mean, well, growing up where I grew up, I seen a lot of antisocial behaviour and stuff, mm. and. Uh, if I hadn't moved to Brussels, I imagine myself being working with young people and yeah, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. So, train spotting. Maeve, what makes you happy? What makes me happy? Um, a swim in the sea, a lovely dinner, and good friends. <laughs> what makes you sad? Oh God, everything. I'm an empath, so like I weep all the time. <laughs> um, just specifically, just cruelty and. Um, I, I value kindness, really, you know, so um, anything that's not kind. Emma, what makes you happy? I love just being out in nature, hiking, seeing beautiful views. I find it very spiritual in a way. Yeah. And is, is Brussels good for that? No. <laughs> <laughs> what I do love in Brussels, though, is sitting out on a terrace on a beautiful day after work with a gin and tonic and having really interesting conversations with people from different parts of the globe. What makes you sad, Emma? Like me, I just cruelty, very spiteful cruelty, and just general meanness. Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's so unnecessary. Mm -hmm. Like you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. Me, um, I don't expect you to be biased on this <laughs> next answer. What's the best county in Ireland? Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> the only one that matters at all, the Red Hog County of Tyrone. Okay. <laughs> For yeah. better or worse, win or lose, as total I thought, faith. <laughs> as I thought, you weren't biased at all. <laughs> See, can you do any better, Maeve? Or sorry, Emma? I'm actually going to say Donegal, ah. regardless of the the, the social views in Donegal, <laughs> relating back to repeal. Um, I just love how remote and rugged it is, and the people are generally very kind. So there, well, I just spent time there recently. So. Can I just say that Donegal, you know, if we're talking about the county itself, because yeah, I, I can't I know, I know they did the... They voted yes, 
but because the constituency lines were changed, so yeah. Ballychannon, Bundoran were considered part of Sligo. Yeah, I know. So, you know, yeah. just, and uh, they're fo- not football ever... aside, though, I mean, you know. <laughs> they didn't technically do a Roscommon. No. <laughs> okay, last question. Um, Maeve, your favourite landmark or beauty spot in Ireland and why? And maybe somewhere where, if you have a big decision to make, where you can go and you feel... You know, calm, uh, peace. Mm-hmm. Um, have you anywhere in mind? Yeah, this is going to sound incongruent given that we've just spent an hour talking about abortion rights, but um, the Franciscan Friary in outside Rosnaula in oh, Donegal yeah, yeah. is a place that I feel so just comfortable in. And if I've, I remember before I did my PhD Viva, you know, I went down and lit a candle, and um, they have beautiful gar- well, like wee gardens and I was always there as a child and I still find that very healing um, vibe from it. You know, it kind of reminds me more of like a John O'Donoghue school of, of thought in terms of spirituality. He's a, he's a wonderful um, sort of Irish, he used to be a priest, but he, he just sort of writes, wrote about uh, mythology and spirituality instead. Um, and I, I just love that whole part of, of Donegal and maybe a walk on the beach after. Very sea, lots of sea, but the Franciscan part, it's a beautiful spot. Like. Emma, same question. Black Mountain. Oh, okay. And um, for me, it's home. It's the, it's that symbol of home. When mm. I when I'm coming up on that bus from Dublin, driving in the Belfast, and I see Black Mountain with the Quakers House, the Whippy White uh, Quakers House. For me, that's home because my house is just at the bottom of that mountain. Do you know something? That's the exact same answer that Danny Morrison gave. Black Mountain's a special place, yeah. and honestly, <laughs> like child. For me, that was like the best playground to have, like, cause, cause like my arch just at the bottom of it, and um, snow days were awesome. There's the wee castle up there, which is basically an old mill, but as kids we call it, we, well, we call it the castle. Loads of adventures and just brings back a lot of happy memories. And every now and then I do a wee wander up there, and uh, yeah. Brilliant. Um, Emma and Maeve, thank you very much for participating in Sharon Ireland's bonus podcast. I hope um, our listeners found it as interesting as I did. Stay tuned, folks, and speak again soon. Bye-bye.